You know, I read an article not long ago. It was the middle of December, towards the end of December, and I could hardly wait to come out and share it with you all because it really is a question of uh, profiling someone who's really at their best. And uh, the story is about a, a woman named Ruth Hasman. Uh, some people call her Dr. Ruth, and we're going to talk about uh, what uh, Dr. Ruth does here. But the article says, my teddy bear's head was falling off, so I sent him away for surgery. Ridiculous. Well, here's why I did it. Every week, a teddy bear shows up on Ruth Hasman's porch, the article says. Some have been burned in the dryer, others attacked by dogs, and many worn down by just decades of snuggling. My daughter was born. She was given all kinds of stuffed animals, and I added Dusty to the pile. He was 27, with limbs that were a few hugs away from falling off, a hole in his neck, and a a bright red grimace that had been stitched on by a well-meaning dry cleaner. His right eye looked cloudy with age and Hasman's never seen anything quite like it. She said it was probably melted at some point. Uh, Hasman goes on to say, uh, I never thought about fixing dusty until I saw the look in her eyes. I found a stuffed animal hospital in Montreal with an opening in late January, but nothing in Toronto. There was an archival ad for Rosemary super repairs star in the star in 1985. When I called the number uh, Rosemary, who's almost 90 said she was out of the game but I wanted to, uh, I wanted this to be a Christmas present. So uh, we went on uh, what people always do. They went on uh, Facebook and there's something called a teddy bear restoration group has about 6,000 members. And f- through there, she was uh, introduced to Ruth's animal hospital uh, for her stuffed animals in Vancouver. Uh, Hasman, who's now 79, a very young 79 walks upstairs and opens a drawer in the half in, uh, in the hallway, pulling out fluffy scraps of white, brown and tan synthetic fur. She keeps everything. I know when I, I never know when I might need it just a little bit. She says with a laugh, her Christmas tree uh, earrings swaying back and forth. There are bags of plastic joints, spools of pearl cotton for embroidered noses and a hardware organizer for eyes labeled by size and color. Well, I'm thrilled this evening to bring with uh, with me tonight uh, our friend, Ruth, uh, Ruth Hasman. Thank you for and welcome to the show, Ruth. Uh, Ruth runs something called Teddy Bear and Stuffy Hospital. Um, and you've been very, very busy. Have you not, Ruth? I certainly have. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an ama- amazing story. So let me tell you what you get at this teddy bear hospital, right? Um, you can hear some of the things that they provide at the teddy bear hospital. Uh, spa treatments. That's when a teddy bear gets a spa treatment if they've uh, they've been cleaned. And I guess, Ruth, uh, you'll tell us about the spa treatment. They do fa- face reconstructions. Uh, they do hip replacements, right. fur grafts. Uh, and uh, what else? Foot and paw pad repair and replacement. Ruth, how did you end up fixing teddy bears? <laughs> well, I started out making teddy bears out of old fur coats um, years ago, and uh, we got into the uh, into the business of getting supplies uh, because it was really hard to get supplies here in Canada, and. Um, through, through that and going to teddy bear shows, uh, people got, to, and we had a website, people uh, got to know us. And besides buying supplies, they'd call and say, well, you know, we've got a friend who doesn't know how to fix their teddy bear. Can you help? So I did. And once those businesses sort of petered out and I retired from those, um, I kept getting calls and calls of, of, of uh, for repairs. So, so I you're, started you're, up my teddy bear hospital business. <laughs> so you were in the teddy bear making business for some time. Yes. Yeah. 
for almost 30 years. And I've interesting. Been doing it a long, I've been doing it a long time. So, uh, so how does one start by, I mean, let's go, the animal hospital is something I definitely want to get to, but how does one start, you know, making teddy bears? Well, I had a, a neighbor and I were thinking about doing some kind of business. And she said, you know, I made my kids some teddy bears out of old fur coats. And um, she said, that's what we should do. So that, that was what we did. We used to go to the thrift stores every Sunday and buy fur coats for a dollar and make up these bears and take them to a, a, a trade show. And um, then one, uh, one time uh, somebody mentioned this on a radio show, kind of like this, about us. And um, my girlfriend said, oh, I listen to that show all the time. Maybe we should take a teddy bear down to the, to the studio. So we did. Uh, and it was a Fred Latrimo show. He read it over the air. We got, this was back in the old days, faxes and phone calls and stuff. And we got a call from CBC TV News. And they came out and did a, uh, a presentation or a video on us. And that's gone, that went clear across Canada. So your name got out. Um, and um, then again in 2014, I got a call from Gavin Fisher, who worked for CBC Radio, and he was interviewing people with interesting jobs, and that's where it and it say it also went clear across Canada, and that's where the Teddy Bear Hospital really took off. Took off. That's remarkable. Um, what, what I don't, what I'm trying to understand here is when you when you first decided to do this. Um, were you able to, um, were you able to kind of convert your, your, your thinking of, you know, making it, making, um, uh, making bears, making uh, teddy bears and, and fluffy animals into repairing them? I mean, how that's obviously an easy transition. Oh, it, it is. Um, you know, I use a lot of the same, uh, same techniques. Um, and I, I continue to learn because teddy bears are made all different, you know, I kind of thought I knew it all before I got into taking them apart and looking at them. And so each one seems to be a little bit different. So I learned something each time about how, you know, how manufacturers have put the bears back together again, or somebody else who's homemade a bear. And uh, so it's, it's a continual learning process. Keeps, keeps my brain going. So tell me a story. Tell me, a, I mean, I, I got people here that have sent you messages, testimonials. Many thanks for the sprucing up. Ted uh, still looks good for 52 year old, uh, treasured by my 33 year old grandson. Um, these kinds of stories obviously must make you feel good uh, when you hear them. Give me an idea. Uh, we've got a couple of minutes here, a minute and a half or so. Give us a quick story of uh, sharing an experience with somebody, please. Okay, well, one of the, the, the ones that I really liked was a 100-year-old bear. It was wow. 105, actually. And um, the, the owner's daughter's came with, daughter came with a dog. The dog got a hold of the bear, ate his head, and a leg. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> plus a few, other, a few other parts. So it was sent to me. To, to see if I, well, he, he actually sent it to his sister in, in Vancouver because she had made bears. <laughs> and she said there was no way that she could fix that one up. Um, so it, uh, I spent the whole Christmas working on, you know, figuring out what was there for the parts that were there, parts that I had to make up with new fabric 
I had to dye fabric to make it look old to match up with the old there. And, and uh, so it, it, worked, it worked out. It was really worked out very well. And uh, they, they were just, I made a little video about it and then they sent me a video of presenting it back to, to the owner and you know how excited he was. So that was, uh, that was. I'm here talking to Ruth Hasman, Teddy Bear and Stuffy Doctor and the founder of Teddy Bear and Stuffy Hospital. And you can reach her if you have to by uh, at Ruth Hasman on uh, Instagram. And uh, they have a website, uh, bearlanddesigns.com. If you need to find her, uh, you can. She's in the business of repairing uh, stuffed animals that... Uh, get uh, destroyed in various things, fires and uh, other forms of terrible things. Here's an art, uh, a letter from somebody, dear Ruth, please look after my bear. She was my first toy and I treasure her deeply. Her name is Claire. When you replace her paw, paw, uh, paw pads, um, can you also send back the original material along with the rest of her? Please send her back with express post uh, signed by Bridget. Lots of people sending you messages. Um, let me ask you something here, Ruth. Um, you know, you're, you're, you do this, you provide, you know, perform surgery, do all this hard work. Um, what's the, mm -hmm. are you, are you considering the next generation of, uh, of, of, of furry, uh, furry, uh, doctors, teddy bear doctors? Are you training anybody to come up behind you? Well, so far I haven't been successful in, in doing that. My, my daughter has, uh, done some bears, but she's off into something else and granddaughter's not interested um, so, so far I haven't found anybody that, you know, that really could come in and, and take it over. So everybody keeps saying, you've got to keep going. You have to keep going. What are we going to do without you? Yeah. Well, you and I, you and I yeah. are not far off in age. So uh, I know what it's like when people say, well, you know, you can never give up your practice. It's like, you know what, sooner or later, I'm just not going to be doing this. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, it, you know, at some point you just, the hands get sore, you know what I mean? Or, or uh, it just you yeah. know, it becomes, your eyes aren't quite what they used to be, but uh, sounds to me like exactly. you've got a lot a lot of a lot of years to hand. go yet. <laughs> yeah. So you've performed surgery on hundreds of bears. Um, are there particular mm -hmm. ones? If you can share with us, is there any particular story about a, a, a particular animal, stuffed animal, stuffed uh, uh, bear that you received where you kind of looked at it and go, "Oh my gosh, I, I I'm not sure about this one." Is there a particular story that st stands out in your mind as kind of one of your more challenging situations? Um. Well, I've got. <laughs> it's sort of hard to, to choose. Another one that was um, that I that I found that was uh, really meaningful. His name was Johnny, Johnny Bear, and he survived World War II. Um, he was a uh, given to uh, the owner um, <clears throat> from somebody in, in in England. Brought it back, gave it to his granddaughter. And um, the granddaughter's dog chewed it up and she was so upset with it. She threw it away. But fortunately, her boyfriend pulled it out of the, the, the trash. And I'm not quite sure how he found me, but, you know, doing some research. And so he sent it to me and it's, it's on my Instagram. It came in a little tiny black bag and I took it out and I looked at it and I said to my daughter, oh, that looks like poop. <laughs> so I took it all apart and kind of cleaned it up. And it actually, the whole bear was, was there. 
And uh, I don't usually, it was only about a three and a half inch bear. And I don't usually do bears that small, but I got it all together, patted myself on the back. You know, I got this bear done and then I sent it back and I asked the, the boyfriend, did the bear have a story? And that's when I found out that he was a survival from the, you know, the World War II and all the stuff. Oh, the the, the uh, owner was a pilot uh, uh, and he was, or not a pilot, he was a gunner on one of the uh, Canadian um, Air Force planes and survived something like 62 sorties, which was, you know, oh, wow. amazing and came back and, you know, came back and this dog had eaten his bear. And I thought, oh my God, if I'd known that ahead of time, I would have thought, I don't think I can, you know, I don't think I can repair this thing, but, but, uh, you know, that, that, that really touched me that, uh, that I was able to save this, this poor little bear. Did this bear have, did this bear have like a, the bear have like a flight helmet and goggles and stuff? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, it's a tiny little, just, a, just imagine three and a half inches was all, all it was there. And most of it was there. I was able to, I did have to, to add some new, I think this is the Paul pads on that. But uh, yeah, he's quite a, uh, quite a guy. And I've had him on several different websites and that's one that gets a lot of hits. So, you know, people like that, that, that particular story that's and the story, story. You know, stories behind all of these bears. Do you have it? Do you have any in your house? I mean, you're where you live. Do you keep your own sort of, you know, inventory of bears that you like, or you kind of, I had enough of like, like a school teacher. You really don't want to come home to your kids. If you don't have to, you've had enough of them during the day. Uh, do you have your own I, bears to keep I, you cozy? I, I, I do. I, I do, but not very many. I've gotten, you know, rid of most of them, but I, I keep a few around because um, I often get little kids that come to the, uh, come to the house. I do it out of my house Yes. and it just makes them you know, feel, you know, they like to see the doctor and, and, you know, that I've got teddy bears around the house (laughs) and, uh, you know, that makes them feel more comfortable. So I have uh, a few. (laughs) You're, you're, you're remarkable. Um, how long does it take to, to repair a teddy? Uh, How long is like, basically, um, how long does it take to, to repair a stuffy? Well, I, I get asked that all the time, but it, it really varies. Um, so like the, the hundred year old bear took me weeks and weeks, not full time. Uh, and I'd have to think about it. A lot of times it's like putting a puzzle together and, you know, you have to think about how all the parts are going to go back together, um, what parts you have to make. Um, <clears throat> then there's also the other thing that makes my job hard is that I often have to undo the do-it-yourself repair uh-huh, that's going uh-huh. on all of yeah. these bears ahead of time. Yeah. So I, you know, that takes almost sometimes that takes longer than it does to actually do the repairs that I need to do. So are we, so are we talking? We're hours. talking. We're talking about hours here, right? Like multiple hours. Hours, yeah. Hours yeah. and hours. Um, and do you? Do you, I guess you charge for this work, right? I do. Okay. How do you? But how do you charge? How, how do you charge for that? <laughs> It's hard. It's a labor of love. Exactly. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's hard to, uh, I, I don't have a definite price. I do have a, I have a sort of a definite price if they're just going to come in for a spa treatment and maybe a little bit of stuffing. And, uh, but the other ones, 
um, you know, I give them, I, I do give them, um, you know, an approximate because what happens is it comes to me and it's a lot worse than the, their pictures showed or what needs to be done. And so then I'll, I'll usually, you know, email back and forth and we'll discuss what, you know, what I could do and, you know, what they want done. And um, then, you know, I'll let them know that that's going to be extra for, you know, some particular thing that they want done. Hey, give me some idea. Give me a range. Uh, is it a hundred dollar item? Is it a $500 item? Uh, give me a, uh, give our, our audience an idea. Uh, I'm talking to Ruth Hasman, the teddy bear and stuffy doctor. Um, give me, give us a, we got a couple, just about a minute or so left here. Uh, give us an idea of what the range of costs might be if somebody's considering this. Okay. It, uh, I'd say it would start maybe about 35 to up to maybe 125, 150 on some of the real complex ones. Oh, so very cost effective, actually, for someone who's yeah. trying to save something that's, you know, it's like it's like repairing an antique, right? Like, what's the cost of repairing yeah. an antique? If you want to keep it, there's it's kind of priceless. Uh, one real quick question, to, and then I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go for the night. But um, okay. what's what's the biggest? I'd love to have you come back some other time. But what's the yeah. biggest culprit for repairs? Is it dogs chewing? Is it fires? Is it accidents? Give us an idea uh, real quick here of kind of, you know, what, what the general reasons are for the, the majority of the people that send in their, their stuffed animals that need, re, that need repair. Uh, okay. That the, the biggest culprit are dogs <laughs> because you give your dog a, a stuffy then yeah. they, they don't know the difference between your, you know, your priceless stuffy and, and their toy. So dogs, um, dogs are, are, uh, they're way, way, way high in my, in my business. And then the, the other ones are, um, the, you know, the, the well-loved ones. Yeah. Um, Lots of use. A lot of them, the, you know, the inexpensive ones, yeah. um, they, they get tattered, you know, four or five years. And then I've had other ones that, you know, maybe 80 years old and just need some new paw pads. So, you know, it, it really depends on the quality of, of the animal. Of the stuffy. Mm-hmm. Well, thank thank you so much, Ruth, for uh, joining us tonight. I'm talking to Ruth Hasman. She's the teddy bear uh, and stuffy doctor. Really appreciate you joining us this evening. And uh, thank you so much for uh, for all that you do and uh, just continued success and 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 good health to keep, to keep doing what you do. And uh, we'll check in with you some other time. 